0: Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us.
1: My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity,
0: you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are your topics this week, dude? Ryan, on this week's show, we are going to discuss the history of marijuana and why we're such squares in this country regarding it, and was Marlon Brando a dick at the end of his career or just losing his mind? What about you, Ryan? Is Don't Say
1: Gay still fair play to this day? And I discuss famous people famously behaving poorly. Let's get it.
0: Ryan, I have had... An ambiguously racist week this week. You're an ambiguit.
1: So what happened, Tyler? <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. I stopped the show two sentences <laughs> I mean, in. I apologize. God, man. All right, <laughs> ambiguously racist. And, and that
0: word ambiguous means anything. It could be, it could not be. Okay. It's in between. Sure. I'm not sure, and I need to discuss it because. I may have some hate in my heart,
1: and I'm not sure. Well, do you think that there is a small amount of racism in all of us, no matter how pure we are? It's brought in by, you know, uh, society, by just the, the primal thing of people not looking like us. I think there is some of that in everybody. I am so glad you
0: said that because there is some nuance needed here, and sure. I, I need your your help. I am this. the king of nuance, Tyler. And <laughs> once you be the squire of nuance, you can't be the very tippy top of nuance. Well, when you're putting titles on yourself, you can call yourself
1: whatever you want to. You know what I mean? It's true. Nobody else calls me that, that's, but I do. That's some
0: good nuance right, right there. Well, I had a scenario where it came off as racist. And then I had an action, which might've been actually racist. Okay. The action was me sitting at Chipotle. Love me some Chipotle. Mm-hmm. And I was eating at a table by myself outside. Wait a minute. Why yes. were you eating
1: at Chipotle? I think of you as getting your food and, and coming home as quickly as possible. Not at Chipotle.
0: Chipotle, they got those tables outside. Sure. It's very nice. Right nice little sun. vibe. Sure, Love it. Okay, I Love it. Umbrellas I love feel like a day at the beach. Absolutely. On pavement. You could go to the beach, but let's get rid of it. <laughs> I really could. Yeah, they don't have enough Chipotle <laughs> there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm sitting there and my phone is on the outside of the table. It is sitting on the very edge of the table. Sure. Near the outside. And- this couple walks by. A young couple, maybe around my color, who are black. Maybe around my color who are black. Damn it, man. That, around my age who are black. Uh, okay. This, we got to cut that out. This is Freudian and unraveling <laughs> at the
1: same time. Oh, boy. That is bad.
0: Okay. That's a bad sign for Br- things to come. Bring this to your therapist and just let them listen to it. So, <laughs> so, go ahead. So, you. So, as they walk by me, I grab my phone. Now, did I realize. A, a man and a woman. A, a man and a woman. As might. God intended it. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Please don't make this any worse. You're right, you're
1: right. This is a shotgun effect of racism (laughs) and hate.
0: And as they're walking by, I grab my phone. Now, did I grab my phone because I realized that it was kind of on the edge of the table and anybody could grab it? Or did I grab it because they were black? Now wh- that phone had been there for a little bit, I'm assuming. Yeah. You know, I pick it up because Weird I, timing, I, I right? listen on my AirPods. So I will every so often pick it up and, you know, flip to the next song, whatever I'm is doing. Is that what was happening? I don't know, Ryan, yeah. because the reason why is because the moment it happened, they tisked test me mm. as they should have. And I went into a full fledged, panic. Shame spiral. Just straight up panic. And I started questioning every decision I have ever made in my life. Am I a racist? Am I hateful? What did I just do? And I am dead serious when I say my heart was felt like it was beating out of my chest. Yeah. I understand when you have
1: done something for some reason, you and I have this thing where we are so mindful of strangers we don't want to offend strangers at such an incredible pace mm-hmm. more than the people that we know for some reason oh yeah i've yeah, had yeah. people in my life accuse me of that they're like you care about a million <laughs> times more what strangers <laughs> think about you than me it's so true and i'm sleeping next to you <laughs> and i'm like keep your voice down the street <laughs> the neighbors will hear you <laughs> no but you what you did ostensibly
0: is uh cross to the other side of the street Uh, Yes. Phone
1: version. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes, but now I wonder, was I protecting my phone just from- Falling. Anybody being predatory on it, or did my brain trigger it because these two people were black?
1: Well, me knowing you, and obviously I don't know you the way that you know you, and you don't seem to know you at all. I was going to say, I think you know me better. But here's the thing is that I- don't know you as a hateful person in any way whatsoever. Sure, I don't think of you in those terms. I Now, here's the question. What could they possibly, were they carrying Chipotle? They were. So, they were. Do you think that they're going to just drop their food and grab your phone and run, not unlike
0: Usain <laughs> Bolt, who also happens to be black, having nothing Whoa. to do. Coincidence. Coincidence. <laughs> in all fairness, name another really fast white guy.
1: <laughs> Usain Bolt's. What? No, I don't know. There's, white people aren't fast. Whoa! That is the wrong kind of correction. You're allowed to insult white people. That's fine. Our stepfather complains about that all the time. You, you are treading well, on what, dangerous grounds. You know what's really interesting, and I just said our stepfather. I find it super interesting where my son and I, who I think are much more, let's say, liberal than they are. Not saying that we're liberal, but definitely more liberal than they are. Uh, open-minded. More open-minded
0: to... Things that are happening now well, today.
1: They would say open-minded and liberal aren't synonyms. I see it as such, but they don't see it as such. You know, just like a liberal would say. Yes, exactly. But uh, he and I will joke around and our parents accuse us of being racist when I believe they're the ones who are racist and they're uptight about
0: it. Yeah, it's projection. That's how it goes sure. to the first person. It's he who smelt it. As Delta. And here's the thing
1: it's almost exactly like what you're talking about. When I say they're races, I don't mean they hate black people. I just think that race plays a factor in their mind that to me seems unnecessary, yes. that they don't see, thereby going back to what it is that you're describing. Very true. It affects a lot of what we're doing, and it's hard to figure out and delineate how it's affecting us. Mm. I will say if I'm in a bad well said. if I'm in a bad neighborhood or whatever, my mind works differently than it does when I'm in my own neighborhood, just because I'm unaware of how things work. I don't think it's because I hate black people; it's just a different environment than what I'm accustomed to. Absolutely, but you also hate black people. That now that also <laughs> factors in. Sure, we got to look at that side of the coin as well. But how
0: much is the question? Do you want me to just put this
1: torch out? <laughs> no, and I really do think of myself as being super open minded and. A lover of, and we're just talking about black people here because of the situation that you're the discussing. The very specific
0: scenario that I went
1: through. But I am a, I, I, jeez, I, this is so hard to say. I am a proponent. I am. I, I would love to see the black com- community get what they're owed and treated with respect. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that my mind doesn't work differently when I'm in that circumstance. Something I'm unaccustomed to. Does that make me racist? Because if it does, we're erasing all of this. <laughs> But do you know what I mean,
0: though? Absolutely. And I think being open-minded in uh, by very by its very definition means being open to those mechanisms in our brain sure. that when we run into somebody who doesn't look like us, that we do have those instinctual things.
1: And we can overcome them, too. And, and I think we've talked about very recently that- God, I hope we can overcome them. Part of this is primal. There was yes. a time where when people didn't look like us, it was smart- to be weary of them. Mm -hmm. But now the world has changed so much that we are all part of a a global tribe and we do need to try to stamp that out. We're seeing people rise up against that. Beautifully
0: said. Like a a whitish brown Nelson Mandela. I love... What you're saying. Like
1: a dandelion <laughs> growing in a field. Now, listen, Tyler, if you're going to run the show, you're going to have to get us into the meat of
0: it. That's that's fair. And if I can just say the scenario that I went through just to oh, please, dismount. Please do. I went to my coffee shop, which I get the same thing every time. I drop a $5 bill on the counter and walk out. This one And he hey, gets his coffee black. I don't know. If that helps. <laughs> when he, I am not that tough of a person. Oh, okay. No way. All right. Sweet and, and low. when I sit, when I am... I walk in, the one day that I don't have a five, there is a line uh, of a couple people, both happen to be black, the ladies behind the counter serve me immediately, I have to get changed, so instead of this being just a thing where I grab and go, they are now serving me in front of these two women, and I can just feel... The discomfort, not hatred, not anger, the discomfort coming off of these ladies because of just this accidental process. It was truly heartbreaking. And when I looked over at them, they had their heads down. It was, oh, it was terrible.
1: I uh, I, I believe that's the day where you just have to pay 50 bucks for a cup of coffee <laughs> sure. and you just get the hell out of there. If you're not racist, it's so true. you'll give up that 48 bucks, Tyler.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> <laughs> and just walk out. Oh, uh, But you know what it was? I just wasn't considering it. I was looking at my phone. It was early in the morning and I did not notice the feeling until I was in the middle of it. I I guess we figured this out. You're racist. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Tyler. And my name is Ryan. And we are those guys you hate.
1: Going on, everybody, and welcome to another those guys you hate. Tyler, you racist. How are you doing today?
0: <laughs> if you don't know what we're referring to, please see back to the beginning of the show. Then, how the hell did yeah. you get
1: here? Like, what are you on shuffle? Uh, Tyler, you made a shocking statement at the beginning of this mm-hmm. that you're racist. I did not say what? That. different words, Tyler tomato, tomato. I it have was implied a shocking statement here at the beginning. Okay, I hate day drinking. What oh, you, yeah, what do you think about that? Man, I uh, hate day drinking. I, I think it is a, a,
0: a, like suckling from the devil's teat. <laughs> I I agree with you. However, I do love day drinking as I'm day drinking. Of course, yes, of course. Yes, I, it's a, it's a trap. It's a it's a a pit. And as the sun sets, so
1: does your self respect. And you you have that decision there. Like hey. Do I stay up and make a complete ass out of myself Mm -hmm. because I got to keep drinking at at the very least at the clip that I started, if not more? Yeah. Or I go to bed at six thirty p.m. Which one do you prefer?
0: Well, as I age, obviously the six thirty p.m. to bed is the more preferable, whether you're drinking or not. Absolutely. (laughs) And on top of it, you're just the problem with day drinking is the part that I'm almost always asleep for. The worst part. I'm awake for, yeah. it sucks. Yeah,
1: I, I think that there is that that mechanism when you first start drinking, that if you drink too much, you have to go throw up. In other words, you drank too much, you have to be removed from society sure. to go suffer your punishment.
0: So the throwing up is not to remove the things from your body, it's no. just your body telling you, get away from everybody. No, <laughs> it's
1: God doing you a solid with a liquid.
0: <laughs> now, Now, once you've drank enough and you can
1: get past that, You get to stay up and and, and be there in person for all of the time that you shouldn't be. That's when you have to wake up in the morning and start calling people and apologizing. You yeah, know what I'm
0: talking about? Yeah. I mean calling. Wow, you're really showing your age. I you, FaceTime. You might get an emoji from me. Ah uh, like, uh, just FaceTime! You're a you're a psychopath. what Do you do, you do the, the, the puking
1: emoji with the little prayer hands next to it? <laughs> oh, Tyler, sorry. Man, third Little one,
0: tombstone next to it. Third one of these,
1: these week. <laughs> now, I went yesterday to uh I don't even know how to describe it. It was an outdoor food festival in Winwood. What is Winwood? What the
0: It's our art dish. It really is. Yeah. Awesome. It's it's very cool. It's it's there's a a new cool place popping up on a corner like almost every day. Uh, You're exactly right. And there's
1: advertisements and things sprayed onto the sidewalk walls everywhere. and, And you know what's super interesting about it? It is so different than the rest of Miami. Absolutely. When would. And I mean that in the constituency, in the people, it's more of an artistic like we already said, but almost. They're not as concerned with being beautiful as they are with expressing themselves. It's it's an interesting subsect.
0: Yeah, and it's where a large portion of the youths gather uh, when there is social time allotted. Like, that is the place to go in Miami. Not South Beach, not downtown, although sort of, Wynwood is the place these days. Well, for the people that you're interested in, I'm sure a lot of these
1: people with, and I'm really you know, putting a fine point on this. Go on. Like my breast implants, <laughs> the people with plastic surgery and the people who are obsessed with being the Miami glitterati, as it were. Ooh, glitterati. They aren't going to the Wynwood. They're going to, anyway, nonetheless. Sure, sure. So I went to this outdoor okay. festival. It was like food trucks, but without wheels. They the, are all you going to bring the
0: people there too? Yeah, just <laughs> fucking
1: weirdos. No, no, it actually was super cool. I thought yeah. it was a really cool vibe. They had music playing, all this stuff. You know what I recognized while being at this vendor fair? It, to me, was much like a strip club. And let me explain to you why. My mental process. Go on. Yes. I had my dick out, Tyler, and they asked me to leave. I was going to say, you can't do that at a strip club. Yes. Well, who put the school zone here? I didn't. We'll cut that. <laughs> now, now here's the deal, Tyler. What? I don't know, man. When I'm floundering, I go to the most shocking. We need a, we need a mini session of just these kind of jokes from you. I mean, <laughs> mini sessions are only supposed to be 30 minutes, Tyler. That one goes on for days. So here is my problem. When I go into a strip club where everybody's having fun and they're being debaucherous and they're doing, you know, blow off of a, you know, a stripper's dick, (laughs) I find myself thinking about how did this happen to this person? I, I immediately—I have never had a good time in a strip club. I don't know if
0: that's shameful admissions or what. It's not my vibe. I, I wouldn't say shameful, but I think there may be a portion of men out there who hear that and go, oh, we get it. You're better than the strip club.
1: Right. And I do understand that. I do believe that's at play somewhere there. But my mm. heart goes out to these people and, and I hurt for them. I was at this vendor fair yesterday. I found myself in the same position as we walked around. There was over 60 tents there. Ooh, nice. And my mind just went to the people who were next to the most successful tents, and they're sitting there playing on their phones. The phone I mean, it is just a shield of armor at this point. Like, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm not hurting at all. That's your business. That's the way we feel about this show. These people feel about this restaurant.
0: And Well, you know how hard it is to get me off my phone during the show, Ryan. That is. Please stop. (laughs) Are you playing
1: Angry Birds, Tyler? No, but but I I really found myself hurting for the people with the empty tents. But, yeah. couldn't enjoy myself, Tyler. Wow, that's yeah, a, even with day drinking. That's a you problem. Yeah, I'm sad.
0: Oh, oh, I see. We've come full circle yeah, now. Of that's course. where the day drinking was also. You
1: know what I did? Oh. Wow, the opportunity for day drinking? One beer. One beer is perfect. You get the nice vibe going, but once you go for me, the moment I take a sip of alcohol, I'm drunk. I was, I, I know say, that sounds crazy,
0: but I get drunk fast. Not just that, one beer for me is like lighting a fuse. Yeah, I, I mean, good luck putting
1: it out. I fought that. That is the idea of what I was talking about. So, nonetheless, I felt bad for these people. I warded off day drinking and went on to have a nice day.
0: Well, that's great. Thank you. It's, it's a, a happy ending, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, that's, that was when I got home. But in terms of the people being on their phones, wasn't that defensiveness always the, always there or that discomfort? The phone is just a tool that we now use uh, to get through that discomfort. What did we do before the phone? That, I, I don't an, even remember. That's an excellent question. I, I mean, don't even I'm, remember. Small talk? Uh, like just uncomfortable. Oh, how about that weather? How about that local sports team? Oh man. I miss that.
1: No, you don't. I don't. No, I, you don't. I hate that. You do. Yeah. You I, do. I look at people and I'm like, this is so uninteresting. <laughs> I find that ha- anyway, I digress. How about so, that weather? Yeah. How about it? Yeah. Basketball? Yeah. It's <laughs> precipitation. What else you got? All right, Tyler. So this week you are going to be leading our societal discussion. Last Woo! week we talked about old Eddie Bernays, mm-hmm. his sauces, and the deep <laughs> fingers that he's got inside of me, especially, and the rest of us. I was going to say all of us. I put that in a weird, you did in a weird way. You but really this did. week, if I got this right from the intro, you're going to be talking about not only marijuana, the mamajuana, but hemp as well. I mean, never done anything for anybody, Tyler. So I'm going to prove you wrong. Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about what it is that you have on
0: marijuana. I'm intrigued. Thank you. Well, last week, your segment inspired me because you took this incredibly interesting topic, Edward Bernays, as you just said, and broke it down in easy-to-eat bites. And I've elected to do the same this week with marijuana and hemp.
1: So what do you think is the interesting societal point of marijuana as to
0: where it it, it
1: would be something that we would want
0: to discuss
1: on this show well
0: actually i even have written here the reason i chose this subject is due to the fact that it's a difficult topic to discuss not because the subject itself is complex but simply because and please tell me if you agree this is an argument that everyone has heard and has subsequently made a decision on how they feel towards it
1: Uh, i mean isn't that true on almost everything
0: but I think like now that it's becoming a big subject, trans rights, trans youth, it's still new to people. And when you confront them with the information, they need to process it. I think this is a topic that everybody's already made a defining decision on. You're either for it or against it, uh, that G- generally speaking. I,
1: I do understand what you're talking about. And this is one of the very few subjects that I feel resistance on when discussing it with my son. My son Hmm. is in eighth grade. Yeah, I have my beliefs and my thoughts on marijuana, much like you already said. Sure. But I don't know what is appropriate to describe and to discuss with a 14 year old,
0: of course. So is that where the resistance comes from? Because you're just unsure of how much is too much? Well, I will say right up front, I don't have a huge problem with
1: marijuana. Is that something that you want to tell a 14-year-old? If it were up to me, would I have my son smoke marijuana in his life? I would say no. So I don't sure. know if coming, talking to him about it without being completely against it, uh, how that will affect him. I, I truly don't know. I, Like usual, I err on the side of honesty,
0: you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I also think that that's something that is so ubiquitous at this point. Like he's going into high school. Of well, course, so homosexuality, Tyler. <laughs> and? Go ahead. Let's go. Let's hear it.
1: Time good with it. <laughs> no, no, it, no, for sure. And, and that is, you know, we're going to get into it in a little bit. Some people think, Hey, if you talk to my third grader about being gay, you're going to make him gay. Yeah, you know, So yeah, it really,
0: that's, that's true. You know?
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, this show's all about facts, <laughs> hard hitting facts. So go ahead and get into it. I, uh, I, I find this to be genuinely interesting. It's affecting somebody in this studio right now. What? Yep. What? Yep. I mean, the, the conversation, not oh. the devil's lettuce. Oh, thank God. I don't God. play that game.
0: Woo! Well, a very important distinction before we move further. Ryan, do you know what the difference between cannabis and hemp is? Well, hemp is the byproduct of
1: cannabis, right? There is no THC in it. It's for, uh, you can use hemp to make rope. It's not for
0: smoking. Am I right about that? Very close. Actually, the distinction between the two, they're the same species of plant. Of course. Hemp is where they get most CBD oil from simply because hemp is classified as any of the cannabis plants having less than 0.3% THC. Okay, so in other words, hemp is
1: not unsmokable, but it's not going to get you high.
0: It's going to give you a headache. Oh. Exactly, because it doesn't happen. like s- I've
1: been buying that shit for the last couple of- <laughs> No, I'm totally kidding.
0: That's, and the THC is, of course, the psychoactive drug uh, chemical in marijuana. And THC stands for? Tetrohydrin oh. cyclone. I don't think it's cyclone at the end. I don't think it's any <laughs> of those things, Tyler. I don't <laughs> think it's any of is, those things. I was so ready to be impressed. Nah. Well, we humans have been growing. And oh, and as you said, hemp is used. For so many different things, sure. So many different. You could things. use hemp to build damn near anything. Damn near anything. Yep. So good thing we got rid of it, Tyler. But <laughs> we humans have been growing this plant for thousands of years. Archaeologists believe they can chart the cultivation and use of hemp back roughly ten thousand years ago. Agriculture began about twelve thousand years ago, so it was right there at the beginning.
1: And I believe that's where you could mark the decline of Western civilization that hadn't been invented yet. Our forefathers, big time hemp uh, enthusiast, not, not enthusiasts in terms of smoking. They saw how, to use your word again, how ubiquitous
0: it was. It could be used for so many different things. Across the world, Ryan. Sure. And over the coming centuries, this new crop spread like wildfire. And other than one kooky Arabian monarch in the 1300s, we all remember that guy. Don't trust that guy. Let's call that a mulligan. Cannabis and by affiliation, hemp would be used worldwide without restriction until coming up against real opposition beginning in the late 1700s. And that's where we'll pick back up later in the show. It was that movie Reefer Madness, wasn't that, it? That, is, uh, that gets brought up again and again and again as one of the tools, one of the the cruxes is in the anti-marijuana movement as being so harmful to it. Mexicans are going to rape the white women, Tyler. <laughs> it's, it's so, oh, just, spoiler <laughs> alert. Sorry. I was going to say. If you haven't
1: seen it, sorry about that. Yeah, and it is a, a real crazy movie. Uh, and, it's, and it portrays... Marijuana smokers as serial killers mm-hmm. and all of
0: these different things. I believe in one part of the movie, it says that they, people who smoke marijuana, obtain bloodlust. And if you want to tell me that you've never smoking, smoked weed without actually saying you've never smoked weed, tell me that it gives you bloodlust. Did you say smoking? Smoking. <laughs> smoking. <laughs> we, be, we be smoking weed.
1: Well, Tyler, that's really, really interesting. I am excited to hear the rest of it. And before we do that, let's do the depression. Index, I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) What the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with some hemp and we crank it up to let you know how down
0: we are. Tyler, how you doing this week, Cheech? Uh, I'm doing excellent now those are the kind of associations that are the reason why we're in our problem today yeah there we go see you're just you're just <laughs> forwarding the stereotype Ryan for my depression index this week is gonna require some explanation because it's gonna sound weird oh my unlike th- every other depression index we've ever done that's a very good point Sarcasm noted mm. Ryan my theme for this week is depression. Doesn't always feel bad. People think that when you have depression, you feel like shit. You're in your bed and you can't move, and that's quite honestly not the case. You could be experiencing severe depression and not even realize it. And I don't want to put fear in your heart. It's like walking pneumonia. Y'all like, y'all you all got it. And just you all got it. You could have gone with mouth herpes. Pretty much everybody has got that. Herpes. <laughs> Sorry. No, sorry. Don't, don't apologize for that one. I'm I loved sorry. it. Alright, thank you. <laughs> I, I just man, I get so uncomfortable when we're discussing Murphy's anything, really. <laughs> just life. And and I just if you're if you find your life to be difficult, and I know so many of us do, I would suggest to, if you haven't already, Take a look at your mental health. Be open to the idea. You know, it's not a tough it out society anymore. That is bullshit. But how do you know what you don't know, man? If you haven't been uh, listen to us, brought it's <laughs> <That's> not true. It's <laughs> not well, true. You're not knowing even
1: more <laughs> by the time this is over. No, but but how do you know what you don't know? For the, I think there are people out there who can't acknowledge the experience of depression. I think when some people hear this, they think that we're just trying to write a blank check for everybody has depression. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sad. Mm-hmm. What do you say to those people? Like what what is, I, I asked you two questions there, but what do you say to those people who say, dude, you're just assigning this to everybody. Talk about
0: projection. Yeah, absolutely. And I would totally agree with them because I have no doubt in my mind that I am seeing depression and anxiety in places that aren't because that was those are things that I've dealt with. Sure. But I would also argue on the other side to please do the same. Maybe open your mind I guess i wouldn't phrase it like that i'd go full kook yeah. but but open up to the idea that it's not so open and shut as you believe it to be maybe mental health does play a part just just open the door just even a crack and i can, and we can work with that
1: you got to be scared of what's on the other side absolutely yeah. and yeah. for
0: and as you're alluding to so many people have that door dead bolted it is it's got door stoppers in the bottom and they have put a veil over it some of you have even forgotten the door is even fucking there. Yeah, yeah, plaster over it and just get on with your life. So, Ryan, know that you are loved, you sons of bees, and I, this week, am at a four. One, wow. two, three, and a four. Doesn't
1: wow, even hurt this God. week, right? That's incredible. You're a hook and spins that thing like a, like, like, like a champ. Well,
0: I have an attachment for it now. Yes. No, that's a different thing.
1: Now, Tyler, let's gay it up. I actually have nothing written down here. And what I was planning on doing is almost speaking directly to what you just said. I am, I believe, by anybody's stretch of imagination, anybody's uh, way of quantifying. I am doing some real healing in my life over the span of years i am not where i want to be but damn am i
0: far ahead of where i used to be may i ask why you're not where you want to be
1: because i want to be perfect tyler Ah. I, i want to
0: be oh why didn't you just say so the
1: way that i thought that people were supposed to be i never wanted to experience depression i never wanted to experience lack of motivation not a real thing to achieve my goals not a real thing okay but what i am saying is this i am Leaps and bounds ahead of where I started. I am in a place that is—I would say—I never thought was possible. Hmm. Just with my relationships and with my honesty and with my my reactions to my feelings and figuring out where I'm, where they're coming from.
0: From an outside perspective, I could tell you it's been huge growth. And and I appreciate that. I wish you get it checked out. It's like right here on the back. It's
1: that. It's. I think that's my twin brother. (laughs) He's got teeth. Now here's the thing. I am experiencing almost exactly what you're describing. I am growing and I have a great relationship that I've never been healthier in. Mm. Also, I think that I'm going through, much like walking pneumonia, some depression, this cloud of sadness that is graying all of it. And in some ways it's hard to even see because my progress has been so great, it's, It's almost kind of camouflaged in there, almost along with what you're saying. It's like I'm going through my day-to-day actions, but there is
0: some dullness to some of it. What's your thoughts on what I'm saying? I would change the perspective on it. The way that I see it is it is a wound. There is no getting away from that idea of it. It is a wound that is deeply ingrained in you. Let's call it my mental gash. I don't want to call it that. Can we use another word other than gash? Brain gash. (laughs) And what's happening is, is now that you are in a relationship, a loving relationship, with somebody that your adult self knows loves you, you are coming up against that injury, and you are holding it open for all of this shit that's been in there for a long time to just fly out. And now, because you guys are living together, said it was a bad idea. (laughs) Why did I ever listen to you, Tyler? And now that you are literally living with your hangups sure it is that wound is literally being held open and now all you feel at times is that pain and that is going through it
1: i'm gonna make a real shameful admission i I really am because of what you just said and you really hit the nail on the head and maybe some people just won't understand what i'm talking about And, and to those people i say that's awesome that you don't ever have to feel these feelings
0: You're lying to yourself. Yeah, you're the best (laughs) of shit. You're suicidal. The fact that you
1: can't acknowledge it is proof. (laughs) Damn, dude. I I just hate being down here by myself. So the fact of the matter is this, Tyler. I do find myself, and this is perhaps shameful, There's a lot of those feelings of being unlovable, being in the middle of this real loving relationship that Mm -hmm. I know that I can count on. Mm -hmm. My brain is like, well, today's the day. And and, and it has been super painful. And to be in the middle of those feelings and to tell myself, hey, this isn't true. Mm -hmm. You're doing this to yourself for no reason. Don't allow it. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be here with you as you go through it. I know how embarrassing that is. It's also 100% 100% true. That's kind of gay. Uh, a real, truly, like like being there and learning to comfort myself, to soothe myself is where I think the growth process is. So please forgive me for ganging it up more than normal. Uh, this week, I am at a three. One, two, three. Yeah, y'all just gonna warm up me. And that <coughs> is Depression Index. We had a little, we, oh yeah, that's where we are. We had a little hiatus there because, I mean, uh, remember that girlfriend that I was just talking about? Tyler? Yeah. The one that you love, oh, that you live deeply, with. Deeply, deeply, yes. deeply. I'll kill her. <laughs>
0: nah, she lost her, she lost her car keys. So we had to break. Oh, she glass didn't lose her case. car keys. She just didn't look in the pants she was wearing last time. If you ever lose something,
1: <laughs> don't kill the one you do. If you ever lose something, it's in your pocket from yesterday. That's yeah. it. That's it.
0: Why is that? Don't kill, but when you
1: do, I don't know. Because you want to
0: murder her. Shut-
1: <laughs> don't kill, because I didn't do it, but she's dead. All right, Tyler. So that uh. is uh, that's the deal. That was a great memory, man. I didn't even remember where we were. That's insane. That was pretty so, good. Uh, all right, now let's go ahead. I need for you to get in, because oh we're boy. gonna have some more societal conversations, because that's what we are now. Make Just a soapbox <laughs> of of hot takes on society. So get in my antique car. <laughs>
0: Oh, do I
1: get to honk the horn? No. Oh. Tyler, that's not the horn. Oh. Those are my airbags. Tyler, today we are headed to Florida. Oh, yay. Florida, we're going to yeah. drive on over to my buddy old Ronnie
0: DeSantis's house. Oh, you're, you're so comfortable with him, you get to call him Ronnie.
1: Oh, Ronnie boy. <laughs> Uh, Tyler, we are going to be discussing very quickly the don't say gay law. Gay, 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 gay. Arrest me! Arrest me! Tyler, don't do
0: it! (laughs) What do you know about the don't say gay law? I don't know very much. I do know that it is a law enacted where if a student tells somebody at a school, somebody in um, an authoritative figure, tells one of them that they're gay, that the authoritative figure is now supposed to tell the parents. Well, that is a piece of it, uh, really,
1: where the it's, it's a handful of things, as most laws are, but we are all focused in on the most controversial parts of it. Mm-hmm. It is prohibiting classroom discussion of sexual orientation or gender identity from kindergarten to grade three in Florida public school district. So, in other words, you are not allowed to discuss sexuality of a gay nature a
0: your uh, <laughs> with kids th- third grade or under. What's your take on, just on that part right there. What's your take on it? And I know you don't have the answer to this. I would like to know how many classrooms out there between kindergarten and third grade uh-huh. are talking about that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. probably more now than ever now, because attention has been brought to it. Sure. But was this a problem beforehand? Well, here's the thing.
1: Yeah, what if you have a gay teacher who wants to express that being... I'm going to make another shameful admission here, Mm. okay? I have Mm. changed a lot since my son has been young. Mm -hmm. There was a point in time where I was afraid to discuss homosexuality with my son when he was very young Mm. in some weird way because I thought that maybe by mentioning it, it would change uh, what was most likely to happen. With that being said... I do not feel that way now. Sure. If my son, if I were raising a young child now, I would handle it differently. Mm -hmm. But I think at that time I was a little bit more closed minded, a little bit less learned. I do believe that there was some of those almost like uh, what we were discussing in the cold open. There was some sort of uh, I had a feeling about it that I was unaware of at the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And these conversations come uh, at different ages, and there's obviously a certain appropriate age that you discuss certain things. Like, you don't talk to a five-year-old about sex, obviously, but at certain ages, they are going to ask questions about difficult topics, and it's just the way that you phrase them. Sure. Like, you don't go into what sex is with a five-year-old in detail, but if they see, if you see two people kissing and they ask about it, you also don't hide that because that's just crazy. Two dudes kissing is <laughs> a lot to behold. <laughs> Did I it. say
1: two dudes Oh, it's weird that that's where my mind went. That is very strange. Now, I didn't specify. Now, here is my question here, because we've already discussed. I'm sure most people listening to this would would consider us liberals. Probably you more than than me. What? Yeah. What? Yep. What? Yes. Probably. (laughs) Yes. Now, I don't think of myself as such, but I'm sure other people would. Let's say Dwayne Wade's son who is now his daughter? His daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Z- Zaire? I, I didn't look this up.
0: Oh, yeah. You're nailing it as usual with these heavy handed topics. So to go where he is letting his,
1: who was born a son, mm-hmm. transition to be a woman yeah. at a very young age. Mm-hmm. What is your take on that on on a, on a child being allowed to choose his gender before puberty let's say Yeah
0: yeah it's it's a very difficult situation i would assume for any parent to be in however i only really see two options you can fight it you can argue against it or you not even argue against it you could just be against it okay and if that is something that the child really wants to, if it is something that's within them that they want to express, the more you fight them on it, the more they're going to want to express it. And, and that's why nobody should be allowed to say gay, Tyler.
1: I feel like you're oh, playing right into my clutches. Wow, you got me. You yeah. come full circle. No, see, I, I disagree with what you're saying. I think there is nuance there. Let's say that I had, and man, I, I hope I'm not outing myself as a bigot, mm-hmm. but let's say that I had a, a five-year-old or a seven-year-old describe to me that they felt in their soul that they were a member of the opposite gender. Sure. I would be understanding. I would be loving. Hey, I, that's, I'm that's i totally with it. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Also, do you mind if we just wait till you're a little bit older? Can we just wait until you're a different age? And if you still feel that way, I'll support you until then. And
0: until then, we then we will act on it. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. That's exactly, I'm saying you either accept it, which that is. Acceptance does not mean that if a five-year-old tells you, oh, I'm thinking about being a, the opposite gender, you immediately go get them surgery. For Christmas, I'm chopping off <laughs> the peepers <laughs> And I'm doing it at home. Yeah, and that's the thing is that you can love and accept this part of them and take it in stages. Sure. Take it gradually and talk it out with them as they go and know that you're talking out with them for you as well because that is a confusing fucking situation.
1: I think that could save a lot of lives out
0: there. For sure. and, and just genuine sanity. Just communicate because you could lose your effing mind over this kind of and, stuff. And, trust, trust me. And you could... Uh, you know, I think you going through everything that you've gone through
1: and me, you know, tolerating it mm-hmm. has led to a lot of my growth with a lot of these things. Much like I had never... Uh, experience anything with a transgender person What? until I started working with somebody who was transgender. And much like American History X, I learned of my own ignorance.
0: Mm, Does that make sense? And you had sex with a transgender person.
1: I mean, do you consider them putting themselves inside me sex? I don't know. I had sex with the trans woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, uh, that's a joke. Ladies yeah. And that's also right. breaking down barriers, like, one, at <laughs> a time. one anus at a time. <laughs> and also, like you said, it empowers. No, excuse me. And also, like you said, it requires schools to tell parents when their child, uh, you know, receives mental health services, which is Ooh. outing children to, let's say, their bigoted parents or exposing them to a toxic home environment for for you know people who don't want
0: their kids to be gay yep and i i let's say dabble in uh mental health recovery and there is one universe not universal but one um common factor that you see again and again and again people who hide who they are their sexuality and when they are outed or when they finally do come out one of the main things they say so that's heard is please don't tell my father Oh, that is one of the main things that is said by children. And it feels
1: to me like what really needs to be done here is some education on fathers. Kill fathers everywhere. Yes. Take out all the fathers, Ryan. Yes. Uh, Let's say I got to come up with some sort of, you know, catchy saying, don't say dad or something. I'm going to work on this and I'm going to come back with something great. Not now, though. <laughs> and finally, Tyler, it empowers parents to sue the school districts over teachings they don't like. I will say this, oh, though. That, okay. But and here's the thing. The districts have to pay for it. Uh, here's the thing is, do I want, as somebody who I think is a pretty open-minded father, do I want the school system talking to my kids about something like that? Do I want teachers with their own personal spin on it relaying that information to my kid? Because I think my kid could come to me, as, as I, he does. Absolutely, but the distinction is being made
0: but what about all the people that can't go to their parents? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. That that is true. I and that is and and now you got uh Disney after a little while, do you know about this? Oh I, yes. Disney, after a while of not saying anything, has now come out against the bill. Well, they have—they
0: were put between a rock and a hard place because when they didn't say anything, their employees were walking out and making a big stink. Don't say and hard then, place. And, oh yeah, good point. And then when they did say something, now they're now they're in a, a legal battle with the state of Florida. Let's say, Woo! let's
1: say between a rock and that priest from Little Mermaid, Tyler. Yeah, uh, yeah. And what is so interesting about that is because he had a
0: boner, ladies and yes,
1: gentlemen. Yes, go check. Check that out! Big golden wiener on the cover of that one, <laughs> and uh, now DeSantis, that crazy old little that, bleeper, that 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 guy—he could be president one day, Tyler. <laughs> that guy, God help. Uh, he okay. is poised to sign legislation repealing the special task district that covers Walt Disney World. He's trying to take away their special powers, which is a problem unto itself, Tyler.
0: Yeah, it's estimated that about a billion dollars in taxes is going to be dropped on those uh, different communities. And and
1: I just think when you start taking away the, you know, the the status of these billionaires and making them pay taxes, I know that we've gone too far.
0: Yeah, except for the problem is is the billionaires aren't going to be paying taxes. It's going to be those communities that are paying the taxes. I hope we learned our lesson, Tyler. And what lesson is that, Ryan? don't say gay.
1: <laughs> now, can we just sweep it all under the rug? I mean, can we can we go can we put the genie back in the box?
0: And is there forget all the gay stuff. Just forget the gay stuff for a second. I don't know how. It, is it a should we be worried that the leader of a state is using the legislation the legislature to retaliate against the private organization because of their Opinion? Are you saying that somebody in government is bending the rules for their own personal gain, I'm Tyler? I'm just wondering if we should worry, Ryan. Should yeah. we worry? No. Oh, 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 thank God.
1: I got you. Now, listen. Woo! All right, Tyler. That was good that we discussed that. Let's take a little break, and when oh. we come back- ooh I'm tired. We are going to discuss The Green Menace what's going on everybody ryan menendez here now i know that you're such a fan of this podcast you already know it but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know buckle up so much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook now a bunch of people have reached out to me and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too now this isn't something that you just stumble on it doesn't happen by accident you gotta put in practice Ten thousand hours am i right beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys Right. It's Kim Jong Il, your boy. So nobody's allowed <laughs> to be friends with Kim Il Jong or whatever his name is? It's Kim Jong Il. Yeah. Like, like, I've heard it both now ways. I'm
0: confusing myself. Yeah.
1: But you called him my boy. What the hell is that? Well, you know what? I have a soft spot in my Now Now, do I agree with everything that every one of my friends, what they do? Of course not. You hate. I'm rooting for
0: you. Vroom!
1: Kim Iljard? No, not! Don't say that! That's not what he's doing! He's doing all the bad things! I'm rooting for him to pull out of this tailspin. I'm hoping that he can learn from his mistakes. Is that so wrong? Now, do I condone his behavior? Absolutely
0: not! Weird place to
1: place your flag. Those guys who hate.
0: Red Circle.
1: Debo Samuel. Asking for a- uh, Yeah, I wonder what that's about. Asking for a- uh, Man, a lot of sports talk on the show. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. But, uh Worked with our coach at one point.
0: Yeah, yeah, but what what's going on over there in San Francisco 49ers, they offered him a deal and he's saying, I don't care about the money. I don't want to play for you guys. I'm, Interesting. I'm so curious. As to Maybe what it's
1: all about. the poop on the streets. Have we considered that? <sighs>
0: man, that would be a selling point for me.
1: That's a shitty thing to say, Tyler. hi You know what one of the hardest parts in relationships is? Free fertilizer, Ryan. What? Sleep. Sleeping, sleeping in a bed with somebody, it takes a real congruence to make that happen. Do you agree?
0: I mean, I've only slept in a bed with somebody else, uh, comparative to all the days that I haven't slept in a bed. Very minimal, right?
1: Weird you said days instead of nights. Uh, yeah, yeah you know. I, I guess that's true. Yeah, well, you know, if you sleep with somebody who sleeps differently than you do, different mm. times, different mm. ways. I'm sleeping with somebody who uses a body pillow. Do you use a body pillow? Absolutely. Do you? You oh, sleep yeah. on your side, I'm I assuming? sleep
0: on my side, got ah. the body pillow, and then I got the other pillow between my knees. Wow.
1: Isn't that what a body pillow is for?
0: No, no. I just got the one long pillow that I put my arm oh, over. Okay. yeah, okay. In, yeah, in, like, in lieu of a person. In lieu of a person, sure. but but... No hair to choke on, Ryan. Totally breathable air coming in, no problem. When you have somebody's long hair go into your intake <gasps> valve, <gasps> God, I want a divorce.
1: <laughs> but what happens in my scenario is she uses a body pillow that slowly makes its way uh, towards me, not unlike a bulldozer. Uh, it just edges me off. I know this isn't a place for me to complain about it, but I know she listens to this. So, Nicole, get that shit in order, okay? Wait, it I'm sorry to interrupt you. Does she put the body pillow between you two? Well, she does, which I think is trying to tell me (laughs) something, right? Well, here's the thing. (laughs) She wants to use me as a body pillow, Uh -uh. which I'm okay with, except for the fact that the knee goes, I mean, without fail, on my belly. And I can't breathe, (laughs) Tyler. I love (laughs) oxygen. It's the thing that I'm most addicted to. What you're saying, something. I was gonna say, you're gonna have to break out of that habit, man. It's bad for you in extreme amounts. That's the problem. (laughs) And so I just, I I, really, I don't have anything other than Nicole. Knock that shit off. Yeah, you
0: gotta, you gotta become, uh, you know, used to each other's flow and movements. And your her period has nothing to do with this, Tyler. Ew, and your and and your. your uh, unconscious mind, because that's what you're dealing with when you're sleeping, has, it? has, I think so. Sometimes I think she's awake
1: <laughs> and just fucking with me.
0: <laughs> has to uh, become used to those movements. Right. Well, what I've done now is
1: we start, because she's very touchy and I'm good with it. I'm a cuddler. Touchy, touchy. But, but uh, the deal is, in the, right as we're about to go to bed, I go, baby, I, we got to start off on your side and we'll slowly wake, make our way to my side. It's smart. You yes. overcor-
0: You correct it. So for me personally, it's the same thing where I tell uh, anybody that I was in a relationship with and they would sleep over, I would always tell them, like, look. Get out of my room. Right. Yeah. What are you doing here? Ew. When I finally uh, am just about to fall asleep, I'm going to roll over and do my own thing. It's not because I don't want to cuddle with you. It's not because I don't want to touch you. It's because that's, how I, that's the only way I can fall asleep.
1: I understand. And I think a, a reasonable way to meet in the middle, what I've always done is we'll hug, we'll cuddle, we'll do all that stuff. And then at the end of the night, I'll just like touch you with my
0: ankle. Yes. My, yes. my
1: calf will touch your calf. We're
0: technically touching. Uh,
1: as if we were in Cleveland, the Cleveland calves. Uh, we will be touching, but I don't want your leg on my stomach. Nicole. Much like that joke. All right. I feel like I'm high right now, Tyler. <laughs> Is there any sort of segue that you could give me- <laughs> Too much oxygen, Ryan. To make that work?
0: Yeah, sure. You want to get back into the- Let's, let's talk about into it. Into the combo of weed, right? Mama fauna,
1: I keep saying, for some reason. It's weird that you keep saying that. Mama
0: Well, we did we did speak briefly on the history of hemp and marijuana, Ryan. Yes. Let's fast forward to today, mm-hmm. all right? Because those people back then, they're dead. Yep. Today,
1: we're alive. Probably because of marijuana. Probably, guess. yeah. More than
0: likely, yeah. Ryan. What are your thoughts on the 1910 Mexican Revolution and the subsequent socioeconomic ramifications that would be felt across the coming decades? Um, I want to describe how I feel, but I'm going to have to El Paso, Tyler, because I don't want to say the wrong thing. It finally comes into play and it benefits you. That stupid El Paso joke, which I believe is in Texas, it's actually relevant to what we're saying for once. Yeah. Dad taught me that like
1: 15 (laughs) years ago.
0: No, my Uh, real, I don't know about it. No, no. My real question is, do you know why marijuana is illegal in the U S today? I do. Um, so please, and it, and please. I,
1: I was discussing this, uh, just yesterday as I went to that Winwood thing, because there are cars in the streets that are now just straight up selling marijuana. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How There's, is that legal?
0: Uh, because it's one of those, first of all, banana Republic down here loophole. And second of all, it's one of those crimes that people just don't give a shit about anymore. That's it, what I was telling Nicole is it's been decriminalized and she doesn't
1: know what that means. I'm like, it's illegal, but. Not enough to, it, they'll give you a ticket. Exactly. If you yeah. get
0: caught with like anything under, I think it's like an ounce, like some ridiculous amount. uh, They give you a ticket like as if it was a speeding ticket.
1: Well, here's the thing. I think the reason why alcohol is legal and a cornerstone of our economy and social networking. And fun. Oh, fun as hell. If you're <laughs> listening to this, shut this off and go get drunk. Um But- You're not going to distill your own gin in your bathtub. Too many moving parts, too much, too many things going on. Marijuana in the, you know, to simplify it, you could plant it, you could grow it, you could smoke it and the government don't get their, their, their part of it.
0: Agreed. But I think that they are, um, I think that the, the government is, if that is true, the government is really, uh, giving millennials way too much of a pass on how much we will do manual labor wise to Get high. Especially
1: all those stoners. You know what I mean? I They're like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I was
0: gonna say, but I don't think there's a lot of people that want to go through the process of gr- it's like growing your own vegetables. It's hard. It, it sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work.
1: Here's the problem: your cucumbers aren't <laughs> gonna pollinate themselves, and your cucumbers that's, are no good anymore. You know what, what I mean? I'm Not that I know, but it's hard.
0: And that's the whole thing. It's hard well, out here for well, a player. Well,
1: what is the reason why marijuana is illegal? Uh, I like I said, I think it's the government wants to be able to get their oh, that's their, right. their money on it. And now that they are it's becoming more and more legal true
0: and i think that it's also because this is something that is one of the very few topics that is agreed upon by the vast majority of people no matter what side you're on which is uh, weed well uh, on the on the conversation of weed you can find people who are pro marijuana on every side of the aisle and anti marijuana for sure but what i'm saying is is especially in today Politically, everything is so one-sided, but you can go to Republicans, you can go to Democrats, you can go to Christians, you can go to Jews, you can go to Muslims. Everybody, every group has a decent population of people who are pro marijuana, and that's not something you can find very often.
1: I think that if you go to people who are really conservative, I think you're going to find a lot, a a higher percentage, and this is without any research, of people who are anti-marijuana.
0: And much like gay porn, you're going to find a lot of those people smoke that shit behind closed doors, Right? Who the fuck
1: is smoking gay porn, Tyler? You're not doing it right, now. Where do I get it?
0: (laughs) Well, I will tell you this, because much like so many things in life, there are many facets as to why we are in the position we are now. But I will sum it up in three words. Opportunity. Money. And a little bit of good homegrown racism, Ryan. More than three words, Tyler. Yeah, why well, racism? Yeah, sure. That's actually well, true. Th- well, like we discussed
1: at the very beginning, they thought that if you smoke marijuana, you would be more likely to like date a black guy or something like that. Oh my
0: God, Ryan, that is nail on the head, baby. That's true, though. That it, I'm saying, yeah. I have that written down here. But you're getting ahead of me. I yeah. like it, Bobby. Due to the 1910 Mexican Revolution, as with any war, the people in Mexico trying to get the bleep away from the war. So we had a lot of people come to the United States. How do you think those Mexicans were received in the eyes of the people, Ryan? Did they build a wall before they came? They did not. I don't think they had the ability. This is not good.
1: (laughs) This is not good. Uh, Yeah, we don't like people who don't look like us, especially in the 1910s.
0: You will be sad to hear that we haven't evolved much since that time because they were not... Received well, sure. At all, right? I mean, that's not shocking. No, and those feelings were also associated with their favorite way to become inebriated, which was marijuana. Marijuana, very, very interesting. interesting. Absolutely. So, in 1930, Harry J. Anslinger, who is quite literally, quite literally the Edward Bernays of criminalizing marijuana, sure. Tell them quickly who Edward Bernays is. Edward Bernays, father of marketing, the reason
1: that you feel bad about your fat thighs. Would
0: you? <laughs> well, said. How about that? Would you say that he's the father of propaganda? Well, maybe not no. propaganda. Yeah, propaganda no, is the he, wrong
1: word. He learned how to use Papa. He... <laughs> Popaganda. Come sit on popaganda's leg. Like. He learned how to use propaganda on your subconscious Thank by you. using Thank you. his uncle, his cousin, his nephew, uh, Sigmund Freud's ideas. Son of a bitch.
0: Well... He, uh, Henry J. Anslinger, was the head of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics. Now, I must stress that these are his words. Okay. okay? Not his you. words that he said out loud with his own mouth. Okay. In the 1930s. Not a ventriloquist dummy. He said it. Again, his words. Mm-hmm. Anslinger claimed that the majority of people who smoked pot were minorities and that marijuana had a negative effect on those, and I'm quoting here, having a negative effect on those degenerate races, such as inducing violence and causing insanity. One of those is true, Tyler. <laughs> Obviously the insanity.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you smoke like right when you wake up, prepare for a mental health day. <laughs> well, that could
0: be a positive mental health day. Uh, Probably not. Nah.
1: No, yeah, that is, of course, of course, a fear. You know, people use it too. Speak in giant terms. It fear causes people to do crazy things. That wasn't good enough for you, Ryan. It's fine. Not good enough I for you. hear
0: you. And Slanger also goes on to say, Damn it, Ryan. How many times do I have to say that I'm quoting him? Get off my back.
1: Okay. So these are your words then.
0: Reefer makes darkies think they're as good as white men. Hmm. That's a troubling statement, Tyler. He also believed the pot would result in white women having sex with black men. How about as you that? said, you nailed it.
1: Are we still allowed to say darkies or is that one? Those were his specific okay. words, and you are not okay. allowed to say darkies. Because I don't want to. I, I, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, the, the war on marijuana very, for a very long time has been racially motivated,
0: much like Reefer Madness, as we discussed. Mm-hmm. The war on drugs, very lopsided in terms of uh, criminalizing. Uh, minorities to this very
1: day it's been used as a way to man and we're in very touchy subject here but enslave
0: people who don't look like us what yep so true yep now this guy was so racist that the other conservative politicians at one point suggested he resign because of how openly racist he was uh, 1930s ladies and gentlemen
1: ty cobb i need for you to step down
0: so anyway, I will dismount off this portion. He actually saw victory with the passing of the 1937 Marijuana uh, Taxation Act. And not until 1969 would it be repealed.
1: It was a free fall ever
0: since then. Yeah, yeah, and it was repealed in 1969, which means we get to smoke weed legally, Ryan? No, it was just replaced with the Controlled Substances Act that saw it got placed in the same category as heroin.
1: War on drugs, baby. It's working, I think. Great job, Tyler. Thank you. And we will touch on this one more time after the Week in Review. All right. uh, I actually did not edit last week's show, so I only have Week in Review from two weeks ago. So all of my Week in Review this week are, for some reason, actors behaving badly.
0: Oh, I love this.
1: So we discussed- Wesley Snipes being an asshole <laughs> on the set of Blade Three. Uh, uh, yes. Was I right? Yes. Oh
0: yes, Daddy. All right.
1: Okay. Now Patton Oswalt very famously said that he wouldn't come out of his trailer and that he would smoke weed all day. That I've heard a million times. Okay. But I delved a little bit deeper, and I wonder what happened to Wesley Snipes. I don't. Was he always like this, or did fame go to his
0: head? Or uh, I mean, I would imagine much like drugs, it just uh, enunciates who you are as a person. We're not made to be famous. No. Uh, just as
1: humans, no. just the way that our human brains work. We, we
0: have to hear no. We have to hear no. Chris
1: Perry, who is a, a writer and wrote an article who was on the scene, said that he treated other cast and crew as idiots. He called Jessica Biel, my my high school crush, sure that girl, and Ryan Reynolds, how he addressed Ryan Reynolds. Actually, he didn't address him. He would address at him by saying, Tell that cracker to get out of my eye line and tell that cracker to get his lines right. Hmm. What do you think
0: about that? Uh, Well, first of all, I would love to hear what Ryan Reynolds quipped back to him. I I would love to hear that.
1: (laughs) I guess that's not somebody you want to go to a war of words with.
0: No. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds, absolutely not. And yeah, it just, and we're obviously only hearing one side and, you know, truth is in the middle. Wesley
1: Snipes said that this didn't happen, but- you know,
0: yeah, yeah, sure, and I would like to hear the another person's side, but uh, yeah, it just sounds like he was being a great a asshole. He
1: also repeatedly tried to strangle the director. They had that a, I heard about a very bad relationship where mm-hmm. he was only communicating to him through post-it notes. And <laughs> not even a person posted notes. Wesley Snipes says that none of this happened, but we all saw the CGI. Yeah. Tell me that ain't true. Mother yeah. Blaber. I would wonder
0: what he would say if you held it up and go, what's this about, dude? Those are my eyes. That's <laughs> what my eyes look like. <laughs> Stop pointing at me, Ryan. We were talking. The reason why that conversation came up is because last week I had mentioned Marlon Brando refusing to remove a metal bucket from his head. Oh, yeah. Uh, was that true? Oh yes, Daddy. You nailed it on the head, uh, Ryan. The, the bucket head. The buckethead. Uh the Isle of Dr. Moreau. The Island of
1: Dr. Moreau. The correct. Island of Dr. Moreau. I looked Thank this you. up too, so we'll we'll compare and contrast. Well,
0: it was his last real uh, uh work, and it just seems like he was just at that point totally batshit insane. He actually and an asshole
1: did one other movie that went unreleased, an animated movie with Brendan Fraser called, like, Mr. Bugman or something like that, where he voiced a woman. Oh, well. Wow. No, nonetheless, uh, wow. go, keep going.
0: Release the Brando cut! Yeah,
1: we want, we want to see, you know, woman Marlon
0: Brando, if that's okay. Yeah, so in the movie, he put a colander on his head and just refused to take it off. Filled with ice. So there's a part in the... And just put really really thick levels of sunscreen on his face. I saw that. So there's just a scene in the movie where they had to put like a little, a little bow around his head to cover up the colander. I've seen it. And it looks like an insane person. Well, he spent hours in the air-conditioned trailer while extras
1: and crew members were in the heat of the Australian jungle. In outfits, like full-blown outfits. L- little Wesley Snipes and all of us. Mm-hmm. And... He didn't memorize his lines so that somebody could feed him dialogue, and it was accidentally picking up some of the police radar.
0: <laughs> and I also heard that he refused certain parts because he just wanted to ad lib And the director was like, we have certain lines. He's like, nope. I'm doing it by myself.
1: I really love that. And finally- Do you love that? I do love that. Why do you love that? There's something about somebody going crazy from being famous that I find to be romantic, like the Beatles, (laughs) like Michael Jackson, except with the child touching. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, but that's a Romeo and Juliet situation. It just ends in tragedy. Michael Jackson and the kids? Well, they were young. And it was very tragic. I think that's the only thing you said that saved that. Thank you. He also wanted to shut down production for six to eight weeks to rewrite the script of The Secret Island of Dr. Moreau. (laughs) Do you know this? (laughs) No, that part I didn't hear about. He wanted them to include a final detail. Like you said, he wears a hat throughout the film. In the final scene, he wanted to take it off to reveal. I don't know. He's been a dolphin this whole time.
0: Wait, let's hear him out. A dolphin? Uh, They said no. What? Shove it in your blowhole, Brando. Wow. Much like Vin Diesel wanting to make Fast and the Furious franchise a musical, I say we hear him out.
1: I would have liked to have heard that. And Tyler, also, we've talked millions of times about Jordan wearing a Hitler mustache. Yes. Were we wrong? No. No, don't do it. No.
0: No, don't do it. In 2010...
1: No, Michael Jordan no, starred in a series of I'm what? A, a series of commercials uh, for Haynes, no. in which people came up to them and they were so excited to meet him like I'm sure happens to Jordan in his life yep. but the little twist was they wanted to talk about Haynes underwear and most notably about this he had a Hitler mustache yeah. style do you
0: recall that I talked about it so yes I yes. hope so Yes
1: and you want to know the funny thing that I learned after all this time that I learned about this instance Please boosted sales it boosted sales jordan's hitler mustache
0: because it was such a a big deal at the time people wanted to see it and it was so obvious how they were shooting the commercial where they refused it's like when somebody refuses to look you in the eyes sure it's like dude you you gonna look at me do i have
1: something on my forehead or do i just have a hitler mustache
0: (laughs) is it working for me i love it (laughs) ryan last week i said all food must have an expiration date on them by law was i correct no. no, don't do it. No. There is no federal no, law, although it. some states do have their own. Oh, no. okay. Yeah, And it actually doesn't no. even say when, no. that doesn't even mean don't when the product is gonna go bad. No. A lot of people just smack it on there just for the bleep of it. That's what I'm into. I don't have anything else, do you? Uh, yes, Ryan, last week I said Elon Musk made his wealth wealth through PayPal. Is that true? Oh yes, daddy. No, don't do it. A little bit of both. Musk and his brother started their very first company right after graduating school. They called it Zip2. Don't do it. Okay. Which Compaq bought. He then co-founded X.com, which then merged to become PayPal, which he was then ousted out of. Why? Uh, Because he wanted to go in a different uh, direction than the founders of the company. And when he was on a plane on his way to a... Vacation, Mm. he was fired from the company Ah. as as the CEO. But when the company, because of how much they ghosted him, they ghosted him. But because of how much he had invested in the company when it went public in 2002, he made billions of dollars. That's son of a bitch. And oh, and to top it off, Tesla, you asked, did he invent Tesla? Uh He is actually the fourth CEO because they. He's just the most famous. Well, he, look at what he did with the company. It was a niche, a niche. A uh, wealthy car company, and now it's one of the most popular brands it's in the ubiquitous. world. It's Sh- ubiquitous. Yeah. It's all marketing. It's yeah. Son
1: of a bitch. Yep. And that's we can view.
0: Thank you. That's it for me, Tyler. Yeah. That's it. Bring it home for us, buddy. Good well, job so far. Thank you, Ryan. And honestly, the last part of this, because I've just been doing so much talking, I actually just wanted to leave the 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 last part of this an open ended conversation. Where do you, Ryan, Ryan, see want to see the drug laws go in this country? Where where would you Where
1: do I want to see the drug laws? Ah man, it it is it's tough because I don't think I, I think that alcohol has a much more detrimental effect on society than marijuana. I think that's fact. I mean, I guess it's the way that you want to skew facts nowadays, but I also do believe that there is a negative impact to a lot of people smoking weed. I do believe that smoking weed makes people a lot of people, it doesn't affect everybody the same, which is interesting. It's an upper and a downer. Uh, much like alcohol, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I I do think that it stops people from getting out and experiencing their life sometimes.
0: Absolutely. I also, you know, me, I'm very much the side of people should be allowed to do what they want. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be telling people what they can and can't do with their bodies. Even if it's wrong. What is wrong? People should be allowed to inject heroin. We should be helping the people that are addicted to heroin, but I don't think anybody should be telling somebody what they can and can't put in. It is literally your body. But but okay, so then people should be
1: allowed to smoke meth. Yes. If they want to, they should be allowed to. Your likelihood of inflict in this, I'm making these stats up as we go along, but Mm -hmm. I genuinely believe them to be true. Your likelihood of committing violence on somebody I would imagine goes up exponentially when you're smoking meth.
0: You are now putting other people in danger. That is 100% correct, which is why I say that the law should not be what you're not telling people what they are and aren't allowed to do. I don't think we should be pushing meth on people. I don't think we should be suggesting okay. that people smoke meth. I've got to go take my money and, out of this uh, and the,
1: this business I've invested in. And
0: the meth problem, I don't know if you've noticed, people out there, exists already. What? Regardless of what the laws are saying, we have an opioid crisis on our no, hands. No, it's not a crisis. <laughs> it's a party. <laughs> it's an opioid celebration. And don't you worry about that. Fentanyl's taking care of all of this. Uh, it really is. Ouch. But look, uh, to, look to Portugal. I don't know that I... Man. Portugal decriminalized everything everything in 2001. They set up clean needle programs. They even set up uh, safe injection sites where you can be overseen by a doctor and Between a nurse. Between your toes, I hear. No, that's something else. Uh, it, I, I, You're right. I, do,
1: I believe that drug addiction is, for lack of a better term, a disease, because I don't know that it actually is a disease. Nope. But I- Do think that by putting people who are caught smoking marijuana into jail, you are further perpetuating the system of criminals. You're you're introducing drug addicts to much more hardened criminals and making them learn how to behave in that kingdom, which produces,
0: from my research, more criminals. I, I agree with everything you just said. Very well said. How much research are you doing? I've been sent to jail plenty <laughs> of times, Tyler.
1: No, but I, recidivism, I believe, is another one of these things that is just a fact. If you go to jail,
0: you are more likely to commit crime than somebody who hasn't. And that is so well said, Ryan. This, is, this fact, to support what you just said- That I made up. Is, f- nailed it, from the Federal Bureau of Prisons. Almost half, 45% of the people in federal prison are there because of drug offenses. What percentage? 45%. Tyler, if my if my calculations are correct, that's almost half. Yeah, that checks out, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh and yes, daddy. 45% meaning we are taking thousands of people yeah. committing- Thousands. No- thousands. Nah, I gotta
1: be more than that. No, what? Thousand forty five 45% of people in jail have to be more than thousands. Federal, federal prison
0: is a hundred, just over 150,000 people. There's 2 million people in the, in the jail system in America. Just, you're talking about federal, federal held in. in And now is that
1: 365 days or more? Do I have that correct to go to federal jail? It's if you serve over a year, you go to federal jail. We
0: can review. I actually do not know that. Okay. I've never heard that before. Okay, I could be wrong. But there's 150,000 people. So let's say there's roughly 70,000 people in that prison system with murderers, with rapists, sure. with unbelievably violent human beings. And they are there because of a freaking plant. Yeah, well, we this will go into a whole nother
1: societal point of when these decisions and rules are being made by people who stand to make money off of you going to jail... You know, that that becomes a bit of a worrisome situation.
0: I get to make money? Yes.
1: Oh. We're gonna raise that house, baby. Let's and, do it.
0: And Ryan, that is my conversation on marijuana and hemp. Uh hemp, yeah. And hemp was guilty just by association. Hemp was made uh was outlawed simply because it looks exactly and smells exactly like marijuana. So just like, hey, this thing that has over 20,000 uses, that's true. Yeah. Get it out of here. The ultimate renewable resource. The ultimate renewable resource. They, they even have. But just in case, I'm with them. Let's is, just get this out of here. Do you want to hear two words that I learned from this that I just hate? Mama wana? Mama No, that's fun to say. Mama wana. <laughs> uh, Ryan, hemp can be made into a biofuel, aka. Hempoline. Oh, hate wow! It. I hate that word. Really, I hate hempoline. I is think it as, a, as a
1: kid, <laughs> and me and all the neighborhood kids bouncing on a hempoline. Tyler, am I wrong about that?
0: <laughs> and finally, Ryan, Yo. it can be made into a concrete, aka
1: hempcrete. Hempcrete, oh, which yeah, is I was terrible. There. Yeah, that's really it's awkward. Terrible.
0: Are you just putting hemp on everything?
1: Uh, Tyler, great job, man. That's Thanks, buddy. really excellent. You did a great job this week leading the show. Let's never do it again. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I didn't like it. It's like throwing a surprise birthday. Too much stress. Too much work. Don't Good. like
1: it. Good, I'm glad that I beat you down over the week and that we'll never repeat this. Pre- no, seriously, you did awesome, and Thanks, I thought buddy. it was an interesting conversation. Tell people how they can let us know what they think.
0: Oh, no, no, no. All we take is compliments, but- That's what I meant. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com. You can email us at podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com. And uh, yeah, subscribe on everything, guys. We need and love and and appreciate your support. Fantastic, Tyler. What is the moral of the story? Ryan, I'm going to jump on board with what you said and and, uh, naming- Addiction as a disease, and I'm going to correct that it is not a disease. A disease is something you can catch. A disease is something you can you can gain. Addiction is something that we all have inside of us to one degree or another. It is a self-preserving mechanism. To the people out there who are addicted to drugs, I'm going to go ahead and say something crazy. Thank God you found drugs. Thank God. Because without those drugs, where would those people be, Ryan? Uh, dead
1: or- Dead. Sure. They'd be dead. Sure.
0: It is a self-preserving mechanism. Of course, it is very harmful to us, but you are going through that addiction. We are going through that addiction, so we don't effing kill ourselves. Well, what about the people who are addicted to food? That's How is that what you're describing? It's the exa- It comes from the same place, and all we're getting caught up on is- What's making you feel good. It Well, and the substance itself. And of sure. course- Food is healthier than cocaine. Of course. I don't know, bro. You should have been at this
1: this vendor fair I was at. There's, I'm not sure that you're right, man. Some so, of this stuff is wild.
0: And addiction, as we talk about all the time, can show up in any way: food, drugs, sex, relationships, your own emotions. So just know that if you are addicted, handling addiction, you're not diseased. You're not. Nothing's wrong with you. It is a self-preservation mechanic. Ryan, what is the moral of the story? Oh, and we love you. Absolutely, you pieces of shit. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? If you want your business to do better,
1: grow a Hitler mustache. <laughs> Give it a shot. Give yourself a little soul patch on top of the lip. Am I wrong that
0: about that? That is a real moral of the story. That's the moral of the
1: story. We're all growing <laughs> Hitler mustaches. My name is Ryan. We are those guys you hate. You'll get it eventually, buddy. I won't. Be kind, or we'll kill you. Red circle. Red. So he's also the guy as who I was say- nope, nope. scored 45 mm, in the game before. As Nobody I was, was saying, complaining about that. As I was saying, that was Nobody then. No I was complaining about that. That was then. You fuck. This <clears throat> is now. You Miami people are all the same. You're if, a Miami people. And we're all the same. Oh, yeah. You guys all look alike. We all look good in blue. <laughs> and the fact of the matter is. Yeah, it was a bad shot. Brown and blue go
0: together. We're talking about the Heat. You're thinking Uh, of black and yellow. The Miami Heat. I could not pull that off. I would look terrible. Yellow does not go well. You got to grab it by the base. With my pale complexion, Ryan. Uh, Here's the
1: thing. He is not uh, the scorer that you want in those situations. We're talking
0: about Jimmy Butler on the Miami Heat. The
1: Butler did it. But uh, the fact of the matter is, you know, Spolstra, with all of his Spotations, he gives The Miami Heat Coach. To his main guy. He, Every time. He went down with Dwayne Wade. He went down on Dwayne
0: Wade. And I'm he's not talking about Spolstra. The same thing I'm not Butler. talking about this nuance. I'm talking about the fact that it's on Jimmy Butler to know that that's a bad shot, and you get it out to somebody else.
1: Yeah, he is supposed to be the smartest guy there, but the fact that... Not the smart. You know what I mean by that. Yes. He's, he's the general on the floor, as it were, and also missing... this. Nobody gives a shit about this unless they live in Miami. Not having kyle lowry is a big deal he's mm-hmm. a big time shooter he's another guy who can handle the ball i don't know why they don't just give it to tyler hero man tyler hero looks like i feel like i would rather him taking
0: that last shot than jimmy my assumption is it's an ego thing you got to give it to your main guy jimmy right. wants it the veteran yeah, yeah yeah that's it yep Veterans so, Day. that's our uh sports talk for forever probably the butler did it so i gotta tell in you in the auditorium with the basketball the
1: heat Yes. Does something to me that no other team does. I don't know if maybe the the Dolphins were ever good. Perhaps this would conjure something up in me.
0: Before current ownership, they were like head of the league, kind of like the Patriots. Doesn't matter to me. I was (laughs) but a wee lad. (laughs) That's true. That's true. The
1: fact of the matter is, is that the Heat, I don't know, the Heat get me fired up. There's something about basketball that I've always liked. I'm waking up in the morning and I'm going out and I'm finding basketball uh, articles and I'm reading them in the morning for whatever the reason. I haven't been that interested in in sports in a long time.
0: Sure. It really helps when the team that you're rooting for is good. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because
1: like I said about Miami, we're all just freaking front runners and I am at the front of that front. Front runners for what? Uh, anybody who's good. And if you're not good, we don't care at all. Okay. <laughs> am I wrong you, about you, that?
0: You mean fair weather fans. Sure. We, we like you when you're good. We don't like you when you're bad. And I could not- Agree with you more. Sure. Just no, this isn't. Oh, oh, this is just something I stumbled
1: upon while researching today's show. And it made me think of something. Tell me what you're looking at.
0: Well, Ryan is just Bluetooth me an image. Uh, It says the law has been. It's an article and it says in big caption, best thick toenail clipper. And that's a pair of pliers, dude. Sure, it's a it's that's a pair of pliers. It's
1: wire cutters, and I think sure. I, I have a mighty thick toenail, but nonetheless. Do you want me to read the top part? No, I don't need you to read any of it. Really, what it is is that gentleman who's in the advertisement. He uh, looks like he's been startled by a photographer breaking into his house. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it, and it looks like a a a a hand that doesn't. Oh, they're they, go to him. The, the photo, whoever did that Photoshop, deserves to be executed
1: in a public square. Yeah,
0: because the hand is brown like sure, us, and sure. the person in the in the photo. Is not we're not brown. Uh, here's <laughs> yeah, the thing, we're kind of brown. How about all these people who venture into
1: modeling and they want to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and then they end up on the world's thickest toenail clippers?
0: <coughs> you okay?
1: I'm back. You good? And uh, or or you know you end up on a depends package. Your package ends up on a depends package. Yeah. What do you, like, do you think that some of those
0: people regret it? Like, I wish I had just stayed as a bookkeeper. I know for a fact that they they absolutely do because there was a running joke online about one model who happened to be in that exact same situation. Really? Yeah, it was at a, I think it was a Subway in like New York or something like that. And it was for hepatitis cream. Ah. And, And he took a picture of it and then put a picture next to himself or with it, took a picture with it and said, Probably should have thought twice about submitting my profile for modeling. That is so <laughs> unfortunate. You want to be the next Brad Pitt and instead you're, you know. Yeah. If you go to actors' earliest work, so many different actors' earliest work, some of them have some ridiculous uh, stuff in their past. Like, what is it? Is it J.K. Simmons who used to do ballerina tutu wearing door-to-door singing gram. Singing gram, sure. <laughs> uh, or Sylvester Stallone. What did he do? Porn. Is that true? True. Is that really true? We can
1: review. Wow, like Sylvester Stallone. Yep, Rocky Hard. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. But that, that I unless, know is
0: not true. That's real. <laughs> oh,
1: God, please let that be real. Um, and and I just, I look at that guy's face. I, I'm going to say this, and this is rude, and this is a show about coming together and supporting one another as, as humankind, but with a little elbow in the ribs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That guy's lucky he got anything. Am I right? I mean, he's just, that's an octogenarian. He looks confused, perhaps some early onset dementia.
0: They're actually showing, yeah, he does look like a grandfather who oh, doesn't yeah. know where he is. Oh, yeah. Although, he, they're not showing Anything below the shoulders. Yeah, it's clavicle up. It's clavicle up. And what I'm saying is is that he looks like a man who just got caught in the middle of cutting up a body. Sure. He is cutting up in the middle of a body and he just got to the toenails. I was going to say. And they said, you know what they need? An advertisement. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're cutting up a body, what do you need? <laughs>
1: Fucking wire cutters. Go I and mean, go to Home Depot. I mean, when you're, you're being stupid. All right. Is that the slowest cutting process sure. of all time? Sure. You know what? It's not about the finish line. It's about the journey. Sure. Am I right? Sure. <laughs> Eggs, shoulders, sure. knees, and toes.
0: Sure.
1: Uh, and finally, Tyler, to follow up for the audience, I'm asking as a member of the Haitian Army, How is church? Was church good, or did you like it, or- you making fun of me? I'm not making fun of you. you making fun of me right are, now? Are we never allowed to mention anything that's happened on the show after the show? I haven't gone yet. Well, you're the one who said it. I, I know, and I haven't gone
0: yet. Yes, people, I'm, not,
1: I'm not perfect, Ryan. People, well, then you probably shouldn't go to church. <laughs> for people who don't know, Tyler made a declaration maybe a show ago, maybe sure. two shows ago. I think it was two shows ago. And what did you say?
0: I said I'm gonna make a a, a, a don't, point. Don't clean it up. No, no. I'm hey, listen, I'm trying my best. I'm happy to do a week in review next week where you play my words for me. I could have sworn I may I'm trying to make it a point to go to church and open my broaden my perspectives, as it were. Okay. And I just haven't made it yet. No yes, big deal. Yes. We're in a no rush. I, I got weight know. on my shoulders for this week. I am heading the show,
1: Ryan. Ah, that's right. I understand. How's that going, by the way?
0: Nerve-wracking, Ryan. Why but i but I'm well, because it's a big uh it's a big um undertaking big responsibility and and really it's not it's just taking a segment and cutting it into three pieces but i also think there's a part of you there's a part of you that holds resistance to this a little bit
1: sure i i do have some control issues and especially with this i'm so accustomed to doing it and i i believe that's part of it
0: too and excuse my projection what i'm doing right now
1: no problem whatsoever what you're saying is right let's let's get into this very quickly so i did push back i just think because you told you told me instead of talking to me about it and it just it just rubbed me the wrong mm, way
0: mm, didn't even consider that sure
1: uh and we had done something 116 times one way and now it was just another way and anarchy right Unaccustomed to it but it's all good man what that's part of this is learning our our uh you know our issues and working with them so mm-hmm. i'm sure you're gonna do a great job
0: thank you that actually helps out a lot sure um yeah. Yeah. And it's a pretty easy and yet complex subject. So, so again, I say this every week, this is the end of the episode. So if you made it this far, God, do I love you. And we're also deeply worried about you. So let's go ahead and get into the
1: show. <laughs> Call somebody.